You're listening to Marginalia, a podcast from New City Presbyterian Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look at you guys. Oh, <laughs> like, how can people play You're it? worse than Ryan. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> how do people watch Michael Scott act in the office and not Yeah. Yeah. Take two. Here we go. You're listening to Marginalia, a podcast from New City Presbyterian Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. Marginalia is a space where the pastors and staff of New City discuss the scribbles in the margins of our weekly sermons and life together as a community. I'm Abby Mersch, Director of Communications for New City, and today I am joined by some very special guests, the New City Kids staff. How's it going, y'all? Good, good, great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm excited to be with you guys. So let's just go around. If you all want to say your names um, and then the role you play in the NCK team. Kristen, you want to start us? Sure. I am Kristen Boys, and I am the nursery and preschool director for New City Kids. Awesome. And this is easy. Kristen. I'm Kristen Bennett, <laughs> and I am the elementary director for New City Kids. And I'm switching things up. My name's Jenny Goodnight, and I am the New City Kids Director of Administration and Club 56 Director. Awesome. And then, sadly, um, Julie Holiday was unable to join us, and she coordinates all of the child care for special events at New City. So we're bummed she's not with us, but I'm excited to talk a little bit with y'all about New City Kids and what it's all about. Um, so my opener question for you guys is if you had to describe New City Kids in one word, what would that word be? Or what's the first word that comes to mind? Challenging. Not going <laughs> to lie, that was the first word that came to mind. Um, but I was, I was thinking about it. I was thinking, I always tell myself, ch- challenging or hard does not equal bad. Mm-hmm. So great. it's, you know, it's a challenge to, to fill the spots um, on Sunday mornings. It's a challenge to find teachers. It's a challenge to have that weight of um, raising these kids up and teaching them God's word. But it's also glorifying to God and honoring to God. And that's really a gift. Yeah, that's great. My word is abundance. Um, I thought that word because we have an abundance of kids every Sunday. We have 240-ish, mm-hmm. I think. On our rosters. On our yeah. rosters. Um, and and that's an awesome, awesome thing to have so many young people coming on a regular basis. Um, I also think that an abundance of kids presents an abundance of needs. So we always have um, a need for teachers and volunteers, like Kristen said. Um, but the thing is, is we get them. We, we get, like, there's an abundance of people that serve in the New City Kids every week, and we're so thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Great. What about you, Jenny? My word is joy. Um, there's I on Sunday mornings love to just look into the classrooms and watch the kids as they're laughing or twirling in circles. Um, there's a lot of joy that happens Sunday mornings as well um, as the laughter was my second word, but I thought those two kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. So that's one word we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> well, something I wanted to talk with you all about today was this idea that as a church community, one of the ways we see in the New Testament, the church community described is that as a family or a household. And so I wanted to explore the idea of what, how New City Kids ties into that. So let's um, start with you, Jenny, and 
why volunteer with New City Kids, especially in the context that this isn't just something we do Sunday mornings, a volunteer spot. This is a way we're actively participating in the family of God. Yeah. So you can talk a little bit about the needs of volunteering. And we promise, y'all, this won't be just a push to volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't be sad if that's your takeaway or action step. Um, but I think it's important that we connect our service to this big story of mm-hmm. redemption that God is unfolding, of preparing a people for himself and a family. Yeah. So first, most importantly, is children are a blessing and a priority in God's eyes. Um, in Matthew nineteen fourteen, he tells um, the little children to come to him um, and that we, yeah, so if we have God's priorities, our priority should be children as well. Um, and we get to see God working in these little hearts, which is a joy and it can also be a challenge, but we need adults who love Christ um, in their lives. So children's ministry is a foundation for these kids. There was a study done where 63% of Christians accepted Jesus between the ages of 4 and 14. Um, So it's a very important age range in their lives. So it's also important for us to think about who these kids are going to grow up to be. They are going to be future leaders of the church, um, and that rests on us to help train and equip them. Um, as you're serving in children's ministry, you get to um, have fun. You get to meet people in the church. You get to hear the funny things kids say and see others share the gospel. Um, but we also get to experience the fruit of the Spirit in a way that is very tangible when kids throw tantrums or changing diapers. <laughs> These are all ways we get to exercise humility and patience um, as well. Yeah, that's great. I think of when I first started coming to New City, like we got plugged in with New City Kids pretty quickly, and I was shocked at how many people I got to meet mm-hmm. through volunteering, both with my yeah. fellow volunteers um, and then also like parents, um, and then even, I mean, obviously the children too, and just yeah. the way that helped me feel connected to the church in a different way versus just, I think we emphasize community groups in a really good and healthy way, but mm-hmm. service is also a great way to be part of this fa- family and community. Definitely. Well, I was just going to piggyback on that and say that we're trying to cast a new vision this year of like volunteering with new city kids is not drudgery. It is, Mm -hmm. it's a joy and it's a privilege and it's an act of worship just in the same way as going to worship service and listening to a sermon and singing worship songs is, it's just as much worship as that is. New City Kids isn't what we do so that the real ministry can happen. Exactly. This is the work, the good work God is calling Mm -hmm. us to. And children's ministry isn't less of a ministry than anything else. These are real souls and real people who need Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, Kristen Bennett, um, I had a question for you. We've talked so much about Sunday mornings um, to this point in the podcast, but I wanted to take a step back and say, like, how do you see the New City Kids program working in collaboration with what parents or caregivers are doing at home to teach their kids about um, the gospel and to teach them who Jesus is and how he is our Savior? Yeah, I think... Probably the the overarching thing to emphasize is that our curriculum we use is Bible based. I feel like any time that that you're teaching, the source needs to be the Bible because that's what people are using at home. Ultimately, that's like the ultimate source. Um, and our our the curriculum we use is chronological, so it takes us through 
the Bible um, in different, like throughout the year, um, we we go through you know just creation all the way to the to Jesus's life on Earth, um, and so the kids see it in context, like they see the whole they see the Old Testament, and then we move into the New Testament, and um, I think that the the cool thing about it is that there's always a Christ connection every week that points us to Jesus and. Um, I like to say sometimes to my kids, like this is he's the ultimate protagonist of the story. Like he's the the, the hero, mm-hmm. and we can see that throughout the week. Um, as far as uh, like take home kind of things, um, we do send out a memory verse and a worksheet every week, so the parents see what they're doing. Um, Kristen and I, as we've moved into the like the gospel project, which is the curriculum we use, we've kind of moved into our roles. We've been sending out a unit notice so every parent knows what their kids are learning each unit before they actually start. Um, and they learn a memory verse. And a lot of parents have told me, like, hey, like it's this memory verse thing is cool because we put it on the fridge and before the end of the week, like the whole family knows it. Like they'll oh, wow. say it at dinner. I've had multiple people tell me that, and that's actually been pretty cool to hear um, because it just shows me that like the kids want to do this and the parents are willing to do it. And I'm so thankful for such an involved group of parents we have at New City. Um, <clears throat> we also tried something this year that was a little bit different. Um, we did an a- the Advent devotional that, yes. that you might remember, um, and that was my attempt to with the elementary kids to um, – unify what the parents were hearing in worship service along with what the kids were learning in class. And it was a little bit, it was just an add-on that we did during the Advent season in class. And the kids were able to see, um, hey, they, they learned what Advent was and what's the different, uh, we, every topic that Pastor Josh or Pastor Brian or whoever preached that on that Sunday, we actually did a, to- that was our topic in, in class. And so it was our first attempt to unify um, the services, the kids in the the worship service together. Yeah, and as a first grade teacher during Advent season, the devotional was a hit. And kids were not happy if I could not locate their Advent devotional. (laughs) I spent several, one week going back and forth trying to find a few. Yeah, it was kind of of fun to watch. Like some of the kids, like on the pictures are scribbling. Like it was all done week one and others were very meticulous and it took, took all four weeks to color the pictures and take the notes and it was yeah. it was fun that was a very fun yeah I love that just to add on to that that this is not just with the elementary students that we're communicating with parents like I send emails out to the preschool parents they get a lesson the parents can sit down and know what scripture that even the youngest like three-year-olds are learning about each week and we'll be doing the same thing um, with the toddlers so it's really exciting to get to partner with the parents at church and I love that idea of creating habits even from when children are toddlers preschool so that they're ready this framework to hear the message of Jesus even if they're not absorbing right. it as toddlers which they can and then we pray they are but yeah exactly laying the rails so to speak yeah the memory verse program that we've started I love um hearing them say the verses I think back to my own childhood most of the verses I still remember I learned from mm-hmm. Sunday school yeah. they just stick and so I'm hoping that that's that these verses are forever in these kids' hearts. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, Kristen, boys, um, like Kristen Bennett said earlier, we have 240 kids um, on our roster, so to speak. And Josh always likes to say that the church is one of the places um, where kids are accepted as participants, not just onlookers. So they're part of the body. 
Um, so what are some ways that the new City Kids programs, whether we're talking nursery or Club 56, kind of honors children as important members of our church and is intentional, shall we say, in nurturing them as image bearers of our God? Well, I really appreciate that we've established, probably from the beginning of church, even when we only had two kids at New City, that we've established a culture of welcoming children, not just into the worship service, but into the life of the church. So um, in terms of Sunday mornings, our elementary kids, we intentionally have them sit in the worship service for the first 25 minutes. So they're partaking of um, the liturgy that we do, the prayers, the songs, everything that happens up until the sermon, they get to participate in that. Um, and even our littlest ones, they, the toddlers do catechism questions. They're doing worship songs in their classes. They're hearing Bible stories, even as young as 18 months. So we're teaching them what a worship service looks like with the expectation that as kids, they will be able to sit in there. And then we just welcome kids. You'll, I mean, the Sunday doesn't go by that you're not hearing a baby crying or a preschooler talking. We have worship bags for the kids. As I said, it's just a culture of welcoming children and not separating them um, so that the, like you said earlier, so that the adults can do the real worship. Um, and just in the life of our church, we have very few, if any, events that are adult only. So we love to celebrate and feast as a family. And our community groups are primarily um, kids are welcome in the group. So we just kind of establish and do that culture of the church as a family and children are always welcome. And just to speak to your point about um, nurturing them as image bearers, because they're image bearers, they are valuable. So everything we do with them Mm -hmm. is valuable. We're teaching them that um, because they're valuable, that they can glorify God and because they reflect his glory. So again, we're teaching them the songs and the catechism, but we're also teaching them how to share toys and teaching them in, you know, in the first grade class, how to, how to speak kindly to each other and how to lift each other up. So, and like I said earlier, we were talking about volunteers because we're working with image bearers of God, what we do matters. I have a quick thought relating back to what Kristen just said about um, how we nurture as a family together, the kids. I think as um, a young single woman that doesn't have kids, it's a joy for me to be able to be in the lives of other people's kids, um, that these parents can share them with me, that I get to snuggle babies and hear about their lives. Um, And it's always fun to know these kids by name, and they know me by name. So sometimes on Sunday mornings, they'll come running up to me and say, Jenny, and give me a hug. Um, And I think that's something that's really special about children's ministry. And we really make an effort to teach our teachers and our volunteers to call children by name, to acknowledge them outside of class. And they've really taken that on. Like, you know, I'll see a lead throwing a football with some elementary students. And it's, it's just really neat to see the church being a family outside of Sunday class time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I would say as, as a parent and working in, in this position, I would say that it's so important to have others speaking into the lives of children it, other than the parents because having older kids, um, they don't always like to listen to what I say. Like, I'm, you know, it's kind of fingers against a chalkboard for them sometimes, but they do listen to 
other people that they trust. And these relationships that the kids are building right now, hopefully will carry, you know, through their adolescent years and they might need a, a, a like they might need someone to listen and then they'll think oh my Sunday school teacher like I, I think I'm going to talk to this person that I have developed this relationship with over all these years t- about this problem now in my life so I'm hoping for longevity in some of these relationships with with the teachers and the kids because I think it's so important as the kids get older and deal with more difficult issues like mm-hmm. sometimes kids just relate well with a particular teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so cool when they'll say, um, oh, who's the teacher today? Oh, yay, if they get the answer they're looking for. And I just love that because these these people are um, investing enough of themselves into the kids to where the kids know who they are. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Marginalia. If you're interested in volunteering with New City Kids on Sunday morning, go ahead and visit www.newcitycincy.org forward slash NCK to fill out a volunteer interest form. Once again, that's newcitycincy.org forward slash N is in new, C is in city, K is in kids. Thanks so much for listening and have a good one.